Hi, my name is Kirby Ingalls, and you're listening to the True Success Podcast. My goal is to help you find true success by helping you live a rich and satisfying life, a life full of happiness and meaning, and becoming a pillar of your community. This podcast is designed to inspire you to write a new narrative, revolutionize the way we live, and create a ripple effect that resonates with future generations. Are you drowning in a sea of incompetence, late nights at work, and a ton of paperwork stacked all around you? Frustrations can happen to the best of people and under the best of circumstances. Maybe you're tired of the constant complaining and having to make commitments with zero options as a leader. You're even looking out for yourself all the time. This behavior I described isn't winning you any advocates within your organization, is it? Just a little fact, only 2% of veterans in corporate America actually have a board member or an executive advocating for them in the company. And when majority of the positions that are out there, vacant or open positions, are won through your network, that's going to make it very, very difficult. So that corner office with a beautiful executive chair, the off-site planning sessions and warm climates, It's probably quickly fading away. But hold on for a second. Don't let your dreams fade. I can show you a way to close the leadership gap. Let me show you a different reality that you can achieve. Maybe you want to learn how to fail gracefully while developing the practice of careful and active listening so that you can receive that feedback. Maybe you want to establish that leadership presence and be able to identify in and foster leadership within others. Do you think that this will get you the directing of operations job in the next three to five years? The calling to become a purpose to impact leader is a transformation. The person that you are now will not exist in the future. Great news though. You will become the person that you've always aspired to become. You will leave No area of your life untouched. Family, relationships, friendships, your perspective on life, your profession, leadership, and the environment in which you live. All are fair game. Leadership coaching doesn't justify your current life. It's a vehicle that will push you outside your comfort zones, helping you find your true self and to achieve true success. Are you ready to trade in your old life for your new one and find your true purpose? If that's the case, you can always email me at Kirby at KirbyIngles.com and we can start that conversation. Now let's continue on. Now do you notice how good it feels when people advocate for you? Advocate for your well-being and for your career or your profession? Earlier, I said that less than 2% of veterans have a board member or executive advocating for them. So, the mountain's pretty steep. Not every job, career, company, or industry is in a secure enterprise. Who wants to spend 5 or 10 years working and then having to start over? A lot of veterans know what that's like. They've been in the military 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and now they're having to start over. Do you really want to keep doing that? The disruption effect directly or indirectly affects you personally, the organization, and stakeholders. 
even society. For you to survive and thrive through disruption and change, you're going to have to take on new roles, craft a new identity, and find meaning in yourself and those that you lead. You can end up on the other side in a stronger position than when you entered this game when you throw your hat in the ring for this next opportunity. It starts with your relationships. In the middle of the storm, who are you going to take a chance on? Can you imagine when an organization structure is disrupted and the chaos that follows? There will be volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity that develops all around. The emotions that surface, the sound of gossip in corners, the disbelief of people seeing boxes being packed up and their things being taken away that have been there for years. Might even your boss or your director be one of these victims. Yet some desperation sets in. And as others watch people leave and offices being vacated, their only thought is, I've got to secure my position for the future. Trust in yourself and replace your fear. Have confidence and be courageous. How is your relationship with those who you surround yourself with and can advocate for your next move? Are your relationships strong? And you can pull together the people to forge it forward? Can you emerge through the change and disruption by being adaptive and flexible in your leadership style? You know, those things that they've always taught you in the military. Improvise, adapt, and overcome. And it's something that Chris Kagan and I talk about in an earlier episode. So go check that out. I believe it's episode 42. Again, you can emerge through change and disruption by being adaptive and flexible in your leadership style. And when you find the meaning of what it is, or when you find the meaning of what is happening, you can embrace others with a common purpose. And only then can you reinvent yourself. Leadership is about bringing resources together. And that means you need to develop relationships. When chaos disrupts, Will you be standing there amidst the crashing waves in a storm on solid ground or bouncing around in a boat with the waves without a sail or a rudder? But it never ceases to surprise me that these so-called experts, gurus, and other people, not just in the online space, you know who those people are, but also the people in brick and mortar companies that they try to hold people back but pretend to help people i don't know when this is ever going to stop and it may never ever stop because we're all human beings and we're all flawed but you know those guys who try to call people out try to talk about each other every turn of their day and most of it isn't really productive and all they're trying to do is position themselves They compete with everyone else but themselves. They think they are the Justice Department and the buck stops with them. I know the United States has been viewed as a policing force for the world, but seriously, you're not the policing force. 
Even some people call themselves mindset experts and leaders of their industry as if they were advocating for abundance, positive psychology, or students of things like Think and Grow Rich and the science of getting rich, but fall short in their daily activities and extra words. They may only, only subscribe to that for 15 minutes of their life, and then they go on with the other 95% of their day doing the things that they've always done before. It's just rhetoric, regardless of the industry that you're in or the space. Purpose to impact leaders do life with you as one of you. They don't hold themselves above you or treat you as if you are a second or third class citizen, even though they may hold authority, power, and position. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what school you went to, or any of that other kind of stuff. They understand your struggles, your obstacles, and how hard it was to get to where you're at now. And the ups and downs of not only the space that you're in, but your life in general. They live alongside and develop relationships with those they serve and pursue you as if it were their calling. That you were brought under their care for a reason. Knowing all this, they are committed to serving you by teaching, leading, correcting, and helping you as you need it. All this with a deep and selfless appreciation for who you are and the person that's inside of you. They want you to do the same, to pour yourself out into others and where they need you just as much as you needed them. Leaders don't need to call anybody out. They don't need to cut anyone down. Their sole purpose in life is to lift others up, inspire, and motivate. Those who do these things and think that they have to police up the world or their organizations aren't successful. They are far from success. They are in great company at the bottom with all the other misery. You see, great leaders, purpose to impact leaders, are at the top in the top 10%, and they are serving you and are trying to help you. They want to see you succeed. There is plenty of room at the top, and they are the ones trying to help you get there. Are you ready to rise to the top? So what do you do when you get discouraged? One of my coaching members asked this question recently. He has been working two jobs, his traditional corporate job and a side hustle that he's been trying to get off the ground so he could have a better quality of life and give that to his family. He's got a spouse and three children. His oldest boy just got suspended from school the same week that he got caught with some drugs. He's been blaming himself for not being there as much as he would like to, but feels like he's caught in a rock and a hard place. You might be lacking confidence in yourself right now or hope for the future. And when you get discouraged, you feel sadness and are disheartened. The emotion can play games with your mind. Do you run towards the problem or do you run away from it? Life is going to get hard for us. Just as it is for everyone else, you must learn to control your mind and lean on others for strength when you need it. Despite the challenges and obstacles, we have to stick to the plan and maintain our focus. You have to be strong and courageous. We have to trust ourselves and what we are doing is making a difference, 
even if it seems like we're moving backwards. If you are discouraged, you are probably blaming yourself. You are asking, what if? Making a difference in the lives of others doesn't happen overnight. It's a daily commitment, a lifestyle. Do you let your discouragement separate you from taking care of your responsibility and continue to pursue your goals? There's a much bigger picture for you. Challenges and problems are a way of refining you, preparing you for the bigger picture. Don't quit. Stay the course. So let's turn the world upside down. That's what purpose to impact leaders do. They help the foolish become wise, the weak become strong, and they turn the failure into triumph. This is the idea in military service that you would lay down your life in the defense of your nation and your willingness to serve others is pretty evident. But what if? What if we did this in our profession? in our business, in our community, in our homes. It seems like a pretty radical perception of leadership, isn't it? But it isn't. This idea has been around for a very, very long time. But it isn't our usual assumption about leadership or what it looks like to us. Many military members have given their lives for us and their families have had to make even more sacrifices while they are here and even after they are gone. They gave their lives in service to an idea, a nation, and for the stakeholders so that you can live your life. Now, how do you give your life to others? And how does this work in leadership positions outside military service? Maybe you're a veteran or a service member. Maybe you're just a businessman. And wondering how you can continue to pass this idea along and perform this sacred duty. First, shield others from unreasonable and careless attacks. Great leaders know to take care of their people from the wicked and generally get promoted for being a human shield, but not always. Number two, you are willing to go to prison for your folks. And when your people are in a rock and a hard place, they're going to make tough decisions. At that moment, it might be very scary or the right decision. But in hindsight, it was the wrong decision and it could lead to severe consequences. People want somebody held accountable. You should take a shotgun blast to the chest and fall on your sword for them. Take responsibility for your actions and the organization. Give credit to others. And if it is bad news, you own it. Sometimes this will affect your well-being, your physical body, and your reputation. You will experience growth in places that you least feel comfortable. Even forgiveness for failure. And you will find power where there it was once weakness. Now, how can you help others experience a not-so-revolutionary idea of leadership that's been around for thousands of years and been part of your daily lives? Not everyone should want to be a leader, and not everyone should be a leader. Do not become a leader for your own sake. Genuine leadership is about service and self-sacrifice. Do it because others deserve it, 
and you are willing to at their disposal. What would it look like to lay down your life for your family, your coworkers, your employees, and your community? Remember what race car drivers say to people who jump into the machine and put their lives of others and themselves at risk. If it doesn't scare you or make you tremble, you probably shouldn't get in the car. And that is the same way leadership positions work. If it doesn't scare you or make you tremble that you might screw something up, then you probably shouldn't be a leader. So there seems to be a lot of criticism going around these days, to include myself, right? Because nobody, nobody is free of criticism, especially in this online world. So do you want to handle criticism like a professional and then receive big rewards? There will be times when you need to respond to criticism and times when you should just not react at all. Purpose to impact leaders are not exempt from criticism. Even when your actions as a parent, friend, or colleague springs from the desire to help others. Follow Alan Mullaly's example, who is the former CEO of Ford. And live so that when you are criticized, You are criticized for that one thing. And your bad attitude doesn't erase everything that you've accomplished. Because you shouldn't have that bad attitude. And when we and when he when he when he didn't get selected for Microsoft's top position, the company's stock tanked. Mullaly, his ego could have taken a big hit, but he took it in stride like a professional, a top ranked CEO. Shortly after that, Ford awarded him with a $14 million in stocks for the previous year's performance. You think they would have gave that to him if he would have took the Microsoft job? He soon after that announced his retirement. And now companies are hungry to get him in their top spot. But Allen decided to take a position as Google's board of directors. And Nassel was considered for Secretary of State. Early in his career, after a decade of business success, Boeing passed him up for the promotion to CEO, which was something that almost everyone thought he was going to get, to include himself. So here there is. Three things that you can do, right, in the face of criticism. Let it go. Number two, turn your words into wisdom and number three face the truth hey folks before you take off i want to leave you with a little reward for listening to today's show head on over to kirbyangles.com forward slash the dash true dash purpose dash guidebook and you'll find the true purpose guidebook which is a 24-day conversation that helps you create a more intentional direction towards a life of happiness and fulfillment i'll tell you what finding purpose and meaning can't get any easier with this short resource guide that i created just for you so head on over to kirbyingles.com forward slash the dash true dash purpose dash guidebook and i'll drop a link in the show description for you as well talk to you tomorrow